Hey beautiful, I am so happy that you are here. My name's Courtney. I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and a 30-something year old Ohio girl just trying to find my thing. In this podcast, it's all about transparency with ourselves and each other. If you hang with me, we are going to build a community where self-care isn't selfish. Talking about anxiety and depression is as easy as asking about your favorite color. And we're going to try every damn day to be the best version of ourselves. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. Hey guys, welcome back. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, um, thank you. And if you are a returning listener or one of my OGs, if this is your 19th or 20th episode, I guess, right, this would be my 20th if you checked out the bonus episode that I had a couple weeks back. Um, thank you. It just means so much to me to have, uh, you know, both new and returning listeners uh, is so, so it just means the world to me because this podcast is truly a huge passion of mine that has just been growing for the last couple months. And I want to just be really, um, really transparent, right? That's something that I say in the intro to this uh, is that I want to create a space where we can be transparent with one another and not only be transparent, but when I talk into this microphone, I mean, there's no one here, right? I'm alone in my office and I'm essentially just speaking out into space. Although I know that, you know, eventually as it is now, um, I'm blessed that hundreds of people are tuning in to listen to my thoughts and my opinions. And it's, it's so, that's so great to me because when I speak into this microphone, it's kind of therapeutic. Um, and right now I need one of those therapeutic therapy like sessions. Um, I was actually recorded a whole nother episode Um, over the weekend, as I typically always try to do, is set up my week so that my episodes are recorded on the weekends and then I edit Monday or Tuesday and then they're released Wednesdays. Well, I recorded an episode Saturday and Sunday and with how I've been feeling for the last three days, I don't feel that that episode is authentic at this time. And so I'm not saying that I'm not going to release it um, because I feel that it's a good episode. I feel that it has good time, has good content, but I have been in just a total slump the last couple days. And in that episode um, that it just doesn't portray that. And granted, do I think that sometimes we can and should sort of, I'm using air quotes, but fake it till we make it. Yes, absolutely. And do I want this to be a place where you can come for positivity and to cheer you up? Yes, absolutely. But I also want it to be a place that is authentic and real, more importantly. And being somebody who says that I'm an advocate for mental health and somebody who struggles with mental health and that this is a platform where I'm sharing those things, um, you know, especially being somebody who... God, it's so, it's so difficult because from the outside looking in, people put, 
people decide who should and shouldn't have mental health issues or problems or diagnosis. And that is just not fair. But I mean, I guess I get it. Like from the outside looking in, like I'm married, I have a handsome husband, a successful husband. I have an adorable child, a healthy child. We live in a nice home. Um, Like I have all of these things. And yes, some of them are materialistic, but some of them, yes, are my relationships that I have in my life. So should I feel blessed and do I feel blessed? Yes. But that doesn't mean that mental health can't exist in my life because guys, it is so real and it really does. Um, I've been going through, I have like these, like what I described to, um, I don't know if it was a friend that I was talking to in the last couple days, but like waves um, or periods of time or seasons might be a better word where I'm better and then I'm worse and then I'm better and then I'm worse. And, you know, that might be the case for the rest of my life. I mean, obviously I hope and I pray that that isn't. I don't want to struggle with anxiety and depression uh, forever. Um, oh, deep sigh. <laughs> but if it is going to be something that I struggle with forever, obviously the hope is that those periods of time or those seasons of time where... I feel that things are more manageable, are more long lasting. The longevity of them is, you know, is sustainable. And just right now I'm in, I'm in a bad, I'm in a bad place and I don't want to sugarcoat that. And this is the other thing too, is I felt like because last week's episode, the interview that I had with my girlfriend, Katie Jean, we talked about suicide and it was a deep, heavy topic. And for that reason, I was like, okay, I've got to come to my audience now with something uplifting and encouraging. And then I also, so I was putting pressure on myself for that. You know, I was like, okay, that was deep. That was um, kind of emotional, right? Kind of a a downer. Um, I mean, I hope that at the end of it, you felt left and inspired because Katie is, Katie is growing and moving forward, um, you know, in in her healing and in her life. So I I hope that if you did get a chance to listen to that episode that you didn't really feel necessarily necessarily like a a deep sadness or if you did feel sadness that you also felt a sense of hope. But I didn't want to bring that two weeks and two, that feeling two weeks in a row. And then I also had just this amazing, which thank you all so, so much for just sharing that episode and that interview, Katie's story, because it, I mean, my podcast in that episode just blew up. Like I was in awe for days watching the numbers and the downloads, literally in awe. I'm still in shock. And so again, I'm putting pressure on myself like, oh my gosh, I have all of these people that may come back to my to my show that may come back to my podcast and I I mean I got to deliver this this next episode that they come back for has to be so good and I recorded what may or may not have been that I don't know like I said I might release that episode that I recorded over the weekend uh, at a later date but after I recorded it just something for the last couple days has not sat with me right that that wasn't authentic to what I'm feeling now. And what I'm feeling now is just that 
I'm not okay. And I wonder if, you know, people like Shane, uh, Katie's husband who took his life or anybody who even just suffers from whether it's severe depression or, you know, I don't know a lot about any of these other mental illnesses such as bipolar or what have you, but people who have these mental disorders, if they think that, like, does it make it worse when you have to pretend that you're okay? And for me, sometimes that is the case because I don't like, if you know me in real life, you know that I like to, I love to smile. I'm, you know, people compliment me on my smile all the time. And I like to have a positive, cheery, bubbly personality. I don't like to be sad, depressed, angry, but I I think that that's why sometimes it hits me so hard when it does because I fight it and I fight it and I fight it and then I just can't. It's like the weight is so heavy to literally to the point where I like literally feel like I can't get out of bed, literally feel like I can't go to work, Um, just completely shut down because I'm trying so hard. So this is a message both for myself and for anybody out there listening who might be struggling, whether it's... um, you know, whether you are seriously struggling or whether it's just something small that you're struggling with, that it's okay to not be okay. So long as, and this is, this is the kicker. So long as you are trying to do something to get better and, or find help. Just like we talked about in the interview with Katie that, you know, seeking counseling is, is so important. And for, for somebody um, who is dealing with any of these type of mental illnesses, medication can also be such an important element. But I'll also speak from, this is my truth, that uh, I have been seeing a counselor for a little over a year now. I have seen that counselor as much as every week, uh, you know, in a month where I would go every week, four times in a month, to as infrequently as just once a month. You know, based on those seasons, whether uh, whether I'm doing good or bad during a particular season of my life, and it is frustrating when you're going to the counseling and you're on the medication, and yet you still have times where you feel like I do now. It is, it's frustrating, and it kind of makes me angry. Um, and like I'm, I, I'm, I. No, I'm not going to apologize. I get why some people just say like, like, what's the point? I just want to give up and throw in the towel. But another thing that one of, um, that somebody said to me, one of my girlfriends was, you know, you got to think any action that you're going to take, right? Whether it's something as severe as suicide, uh, I know that there's some people who, who harm themselves, I know there's some people that take it out on others. Whatever it is that you do, you have to think that the feelings that you're feeling or maybe a situation that you're going through almost always are temporary. And I need to remind myself of this right now in real time. They're almost always temporary. Maybe it's going to last a day. Maybe it's going to last a week. Maybe it's going to last for a whole month. Okay? But it is going to go away in the action that you might be considering taking that is permanent. You don't want to leave permanent scars on yourself physically or mentally 
on yourself or those you love, don't, don't do it. Don't, but I, like, I, I get it. I just so get it. And people say, gosh, you know, how, you know how like when you watch some of those um, those crime movies, right? There's the movies or the homicide things and people go and harm strangers or they harm their families or whatever. We actually, my husband and I just watched one this past week and I was like, how can they do that? How how can they hurt their, how can they hurt their babies? How could they hurt their son or their daughter? Like, I don't understand. And then you step back and you're like, oh, actually, I don't, I don't want to understand. I don't want to understand how that person, how that person's mind works. But there's kind of a parallel with how the, the brain or the, you know, the psyche of somebody's brain works who has, you know, depression or anxiety, like even somebody who's never had it, like my, my husband, for example, he can't understand what it's like for me to just be like, I am so overwhelmed and stressed that the only thing that I can and want to do right now is sleep because that's the safest escape for me to take, right? And and if you look at the grand scheme of thing, all of the other terrible options that are out there, you know, you could drink in excess, you could overuse pills, the absolute worst extreme, you could harm yourself or others. And, you know, so sometimes for me, it's like, okay, if the worst thing that I'm going to do right now is just take a mental health day from work and sleep through this shitty feeling. I mean, yes, that's not, that's not ideal, but it is way better than some of the other circumstances. And like I said, you just also have to acknowledge that if you say, or if you are realize, you make the acknowledgement, I'm not okay. I don't feel okay. This is not normal. Um, and also if you're the friend or family member of somebody who is being open and honest and telling you this, don't dismiss those feelings. Take them for what it's worth. You, you can't tell somebody how to feel. Okay. And you are not walking every day in their life, in their shoes. And it's almost like if you and somebody else were to go through the exact same thing, you're not even going through the exact same thing because your DNA and your makeup is different than theirs. So you could literally go through the exact same thing. Like one person for Katie Jean, my girlfriend, I'm going to go back to that for an example. One woman loses her husband to suicide. Another woman loses her husband to suicide. They could react and deal with the pain and the, in the, um, and the grief in two totally different ways. And that doesn't mean that one is right or wrong. So if somebody in your life, a friend, a family member, a coworker is being open and honest with you and saying like, I am just so down in the dumps right now. And you're like, but, but, but why? Like you have this and you have that and uh, you have all of these things to look forward to and you know, just all of the things sometimes that sometimes that just doesn't matter like your brain i mean it's a just like somebody who's like like i said somebody who is chemically dependent on drugs or alcohol or those people who are serial killers there's something in the mind that is just a little bit off and god if i could i would take it away and not 
I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I don't want to, I don't want my brain to be like this. I don't, but it is what it is. And I can spend all the time in the world trying to explain it to somebody who doesn't also suffer from it. And you're just not going to get it. You're just not going to understand. I want so badly for this to be easier on myself and my my family. Um, You know, I want to be better for my husband and my son, most importantly. And so, you know, I, I took the step today to not only am I seeing a counselor and uh, t- taking medication, but between my my primary care doctor and my counselor, we made the decision that I'm going to do a, a consult with a psychiatrist. And um, you know, I have I have no shame in that, absolutely no shame. And I feel that that's a stigma, though, that it's taboo or something. And um, it shouldn't be like that. And what also shouldn't be the case is how ridiculously difficult it was for me to to get in with one. I mean, I had to, I spent hours on the phone today. I had to overcome obstacles of A, was it covered by my insurance, providers that were not covered by insurance, B, providers that were or were not accepting new patients, and then C, providers that had something available that wasn't uh, three to four weeks out. I mean, that's crazy to me that you could sit here and ask certain questions to an individual. Are you thinking of harming yourself or others? Um, Have you felt depressed five or more days this week? Um, Are you on medication for depression or anxiety? You ask all these questions and then you say, okay, our first opening is four weeks from now on blah, 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 but date and time. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, trust me, I get it that there's the hotlines that you can call and you can go to the emergency room if stuff gets real bad, if shit gets real dark. And I'm, I hope and pray that I would continue to always stay sane enough and smart enough to utilize those type of services, God forbid, that I ever need to. But some people's mental state of mind, I mean, I just can't imagine hearing you you finally got the courage to make the phone call to say, okay, I'm going to seek out more help. You've spent hours of your day and then you hear that you still have to wait three to four weeks. You're just going to live in this crappy feeling for another three to four weeks. I mean, to me, that's just not okay. Like, I don't know if we need more health providers in the system and granted, maybe things are different due to COVID right now. Um, I'm sure that there's probably a lot of people that have never uh, sought sought mental health care services, such as therapist, counselor, psychiatry, whatever, that maybe are for the first time. And maybe that industry is just flooded right now. I don't know. I haven't done the research or looked into that in any way, shape or form. But it just breaks my heart because I know how I have felt the last just it's really been the last two to three days, just literally completely poopy. And it's even, it, what's crazy is my birthday was two days ago. And, you know, just when you can't even really feel pure joy on your birthday and when you're surrounded by your family, like that's when you know it's real. Like the struggle, the the sadness, the just the emptiness, like something is just missing and something is off. And if you're out there feeling that way, like don't ignore it. Um, 
acknowledge that you feel that way, acknowledge that it's okay to be okay, but then, you know, take the steps, talk to a friend, a family member, reach out to your doctor, reach out to your counselor if you have one. I mean, we cannot give up on ourselves. We can't give up on ourselves. Although I know, I know that when those, when those thought come, when those thoughts come in, sometimes it's hard. I really, I really truly do get it, but I'm, I'm showing up here telling you guys that I'm in it right now. And I want you to reach out to me if you're in it. Like we got to be here for each other. We, we have to remind each other to pull through and that it's okay to not be okay. And maybe tomorrow will be a little bit better. Thank you for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode in any way, it would mean the world to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, a fellow mama who might really need to hear this message today or share it on your social media. If you have any feedback, takeaways, or questions, slide into my DMs on Instagram. I make a point to respond to each and every message. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, think about it. What will you chase today?